Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Losers with a Dream. This is Lisa Lampanelli, also known as Paul McCartney. Listen to the episode and see why I'm Paul. There's no John Lennon. Guess who's Ringo? Yeah, Nick. We discuss a topic that George Harrison, aka Bo, brought to us this week. A topic I had no idea existed, which is weird and rare because I usually know everything, called emotional terrorism. It is fascinating. I learned a lot from Bo, and I'm not too proud to say that I actually uh, was a beginner in this topic, and he led the way. I kind of can't let him do that again, though, because he'll get a bigger head than that already gigantic jukebox head size fucking thing he's got. Anyway, I love you all. You're going to love this episode. You'll learn something if I did. Live, laugh, Lisa, love it. Losers with a dream. Hey, you all know what time it is. It's Lisa Lampanelli, and it's time for the Losers with a Dream featuring me, and yeah, two other guys, Nick and Bo. I mean, nobody cares. I mean, I'm the star. Are you kidding me? They'd be nothing without me. Losers with a dream. You're listening, so who's the actual loser? Now sit back and enjoy Losers with the Dream. Or don't enjoy it. Or don't even sit down. Shut up, burn calories. Hello, and welcome to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers, and we have big dreams, man. I had a dream, <laughs> a dream about you, baby. Oh it's gonna come God. through. You don't know that song? No. Everything's coming up roses from Gypsy. No. Gypsy. Why Gypsy. Are, it's a musical on the yeah, Broadway. Yeah, we know a lot of musicals. Why I know he sounds gay, but yeah. he's a Why Footloose, Greece, do that's I it. have a podcast with two straighties? You guys don't get my references, and you don't get <laughs> anyway, go to yeah, iTunes. Yeah, please do. Yeah, really subscribe, like. Subscribe, rate. like, go to iTunes, give us a five-star review. We really appreciate that. You could follow us on Spotify, the YouTubes, if you like to see us, which, why wouldn't you? True. And if you want to see more of us, you could go to Losers with a Dream on Tiki Tok. Tiki Tok. We're on there, ripping it. And uh, what and else I, are we look, doing? I'm done for the day. <laughs> the time the podcast is over. Just fucking enjoy the fact that we even talk to you. Exactly. True. Exactly. We appreciate <laughs> all of our listeners, and we hope this is a good day for you. I hope it's not. I hope this brings up feelings. I hope we emotionally hold you hostage. Hint, hint, what we're talking about later. And I just know I am Liam. Just super grateful to be here. That, does that sound familiar, Bob? Yeah. I know. Everybody in your fucking meetings is grateful to be there because they're all grateful not to be shitting in a freezer and not drunk <laughs> on the side of a road. Yeah. Which and were fun parts of their life. It really was. This the best time, parts. Let me it's ask you this. I, I know we're recording a little in advance because of the holidays, but since this is going to come around the holiday season, is it weirder at this time of year for people in your position, which is former addicts or current addicts? Weirder? I don't know. I think when it gets around like, uh, you know, Christmas, whatever, you show up. For the most part, the holidays are about a nice cocktail, right? It's yes. about it's about a nice glass of scotch and a cheesecake. Mm, you know what I mean? Wow. Both at the same yeah. time. The way you describe it makes it, it, it sound is. good. It is. It's it almost sounded sexy, but yeah. if it came out of both mouths, it's the sexiest thing you've ever said, <laughs> yeah. dude. No, and it's about a cigarette outside with a cousin oh, you hate. Oh, I do like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, and Gertrude's <laughs> being a real clam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She is, though. Like, she it's, is. We hate her. It's not about sitting there like connecting because 
because nobody's connecting. Nobody mm. wants to. It's Christmas. Let's open some gifts, drink too much, and get out of there. Right. Right. So I, when I'm in those situations, I usually am like, all right, I got about two hours. I'm going to stuff some food down, and then I'm going in the TV room. I'm plugging something on. And that's it. Right. Or I'll go. I like the younger cousins, like the little ones. Mm-hmm. You mess with them. You have a nice little time. You get them to chase the cat or whatever. <laughs> hey, you have a nice time. That, is that, that sounds like a sexual <laughs> game. You're you going you chase them, the cat. <laughs> no. You give them a knife. You have them chase the dog around. Yeah, you know. it's good. It's nice. It's good. Yeah, yeah, you mess with the kid. I just like making faces at kids, though. You know what I mean? Well, like, I was, was going to say, I'm so happy we did that episode on fear of intimacy and seeing how he's bringing people closer every day. <laughs> Glad you've learned a lot in that week since we talked about it yes i have oh my you god have. look at me you're growth, learning you are growing growth squared <laughs> cubed all right <laughs> what's the first thing we're doing nick because i have an agenda we and you're not gonna like are it not oh boy do you <laughs> <laughs> we are not doing the mental health check-in this I week am. Oh. I'm derailing this whole fucking show. Because guess what? Like, listen, Nick. No, and I'll tell we you. Have these meetings shut up, we both talk you, about it. You both will fucking listen to me, and you will hear why I'm saying this. I'm taking over. Go ahead, Nick. Pretend we're going to so talk about Bo what you think. So and I, because we're team players, are going to do... The meathead moment. moment, bringing back an old one because yes, it's we are it's these straight guys with feelings that we're a little enlightened and we talk about stuff, but we're still idiots. You really we are meatheads at yeah. heart. We are still men. We eat steak and we yeah. growl. Yeah. We howl at the moon. I play golf. I okay, that I is not golf. straight. I play golf. That... Golf sucks every now and then. Uh, well, I am going to break with that tradition, and I am going to do a mental health check. And for right, those of you who it, care about your mental health, but you guys go first. Women first. And also, whatever. the fact is, you have meathead moments. I am emotionally perfect, so I never do the wrong thing. So, so you, you going guys, first? No, you guys Liar. go, please. Oh. Ladies first. Go ahead, Bo. Bo okay. Lead it, baby. So I had a meathead moment uh, this recent weekend. Uh-oh. I was in New York doing my spots, and as I do, you know, and I... <laughs> <laughs> I was getting into the city and they were doing uh, they were doing uh, construction on McDougal Street, which mm. many people know is where there's a lot of comedy clubs. So my area where I usually park, I could not park. Uh-oh. So I had to, you know, find another garage. So I went and found another garage. And it's getting late. It's about 8.30, but it's, you know, it's the winter, so the sun's down. It's very dark. And I'm right, right, right around Washington Square Park. And I decide... Instead of going around the safe and well lit area, oh, no. I decide eh, I'll just I'll just cut through the park. Okay, no come big deal. on. Yep, and it was a really really bad move. It was really really dumb. I forgot about New York. I forgot about where I was. Yes, and I were you raped? Well, I got twenty yards into it's the nice park. Nice to be wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Can't rape the willing. Right? Oh, yeah. So I got about twenty yards into the park, and I was like. Oh boy, my I'm in trouble. Yeah. Um, there was a crew of of men who Uh-oh. came up to me and they hit you with the hey man, you know what time it is? Or you know what time what time wait, is wait, it? Let me ask you. I lived in New York on and off for forty years and no one ever asked me what time it is. Yeah. It, was that because they didn't need the time or I was just too unattractive? Did you say, did you say hammer time and shit? <laughs> <laughs> that would be cute. Well, if you, like is that a signal like, hey, I'm gonna rob you oh, now? Yes, yeah. Oh. So if you're in New York and a random person comes up to you on the street and they ask you for the time, 
do not take out your phone or no. do not flash a nice watch because you are about to be robbed. So right? they ask the time in order to see the goods to see if you have gets, a watch. Yes, it gets oh, you to slow down. Geez. It gets you to slow down. It gets you to take out something valuable, mm -hmm. right? So they can rob you. Um, now, did they get your Timex? <laughs> 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 it would funny if this was just like a... They got both step counters. This was just like a... <laughs> Did they get your pedometer? Your pedometer? Fat bit. Did they get your Hello Kitty wristwatch? <laughs> no, but I... Dude, I, I, I mean, I felt the danger. I saw the dude get too close. Mm -hmm. And then Kissed. I saw two guys uh, come up on the rear. And I was like... Been there. All right. <laughs> And I was, and I was like, "All right, man, like this is not good." So the second he asked me, and he and he started to get close to me, I took off running, wow. and which was and that's the move, by the way. If if you're ever starting to feel like you're gonna get approached and right. robbed in New York, you move. You have to just run. Don't try and fight. You're gonna lose. So basically, you're saying if you're in a wheelchair, you're fucked. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless yeah. you're one of those fuckers who's in the marathon, New York City Marathon, <laughs> with your wheelchair, who, by the way, they beat, like, people with legs all the time. Yeah, well, they beat me, I'm sure. Guaranteed. <laughs> so, did you think it's a coincidence? That was what night? Like, a Friday night? Friday night. Did you hear that there was an earthquake in Washington Square <laughs> <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. Thunder thighs. Oh my God, Sorry, yeah. Construction Bob. is underway at Washington my, Square Park today. I promised myself I wouldn't get sucked into Listen, making fun of you. It's the only thing that makes this show great. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It was my fear of intimacy because I got so scared for your life that I don't want to lose you. Yeah. Well, that's called acting. I had some friends that used to live on the street, and mm -hmm. I oh. talked to them the morning after. I said, hey, dude, this is what happened. They were like, dude, you it's so smart that you ran. Yeah. Because they used to rob people, and they go, when we do that, if somebody slows down, they're they're done. Right? Like, but so why you gotta... didn't they chase you? I think, I think they... You know, I don't know. I think sometimes it's like, well, is it really worth it? There's going to be another person walking. It's New That's York. That's true. And then uh, I think I'm lucky in that I'm a larger man. Right. So they're like, eh, like the, the risk reward right. on that is probably lower. If I was a, uh, like a younger, like female that was more vulnerable. Yeah. I don't know that running would have even made a difference. So I, I meathead moment. I didn't think about my surroundings and I made a mistake. And, you know, those are the mistakes you can make where mm. you can get... I, I knew comics that have gotten jumped and really beat up and have I mean, you know, comics, if anyone should get beat up, it's, it's comics. True. It's true. I really enjoy when Useless. comics die. <laughs> I, it's very fun for me because they're all very <laughs> negative and they're taking your stage time. So yeah. I'm very protective of you guys. I don't want them taking your stage time. But also... It's a bit victim blamey of you to say that was your meathead moment because you may have almost been a victim. Why would we blame you for just walking through a park? Yeah, I get we have to be aware, but isn't it sort of I think on you got to know. You got to know where you where you're at. You know what I mean? Like especially in those areas of New York City, it's like I have to I have to be smart and know where I can go that's safe and where I can go that's not safe. So you think and a cop if a cop like heard about it he'd be like, dude, what are yeah. you kidding me? What are yeah. you stupid? I was one time I was uh, on a bunch of drugs and I was walking through <laughs> Bridgeport the wrong I was going the wrong way through Bridgeport because mm -hmm. I was at a music festival and I just kind of moved I, I was just going and this cop came up to me stopped me he goes, hey man, if you go two more blocks you need a knife. 
so my and God. he goes do you have a knife <laughs> and i was like wearing a tie-dye shirt i was like no dude i don't <laughs> have a knife you know what I mean? he's like then you should probably go that way at back to where you just wow. came from and wait it out and i was like all right and but you know those are the things. It's like, if I went that it's kind of my fault. I guess If I so. wander into the hood, it's my fault. All right. I'm not supposed to be there. Well, trigger warning to anyone who just heard that. What? If victim blaming and rape culture. <laughs> <laughs> JK. Okay, Nick, what about you? Were you a meathead? I can't imagine because you're so perfect. <sighs> Thank you. You're welcome. And that's it for our meathead. Bo's <laughs> <laughs> an idiot. No, I You're had a not. small one. So today, um, or at work, we had a, uh, we do a uh, Secret Santa thing. Oh, cute. Right? I we love do that. like a little, someone suggested a potluck. So people okay. made dishes. Did and they make tabbouleh and oh. healthy things? Did you work at Gay no, at Equinox? It, it, it was Kale a, salads. No, yeah. It was tasty. Couscous. No, it was good. <laughs> uh, a lot of people made some good shit. But anyway. Thomas. Uh, so i you know they were like potluck and usually we've never done this before and i'm like oh you gotta make something i was like i go Uh i go fuck this i'm not making shit yeah i go to stop a shop and just buy christmas cookies now people brought them put them down i go here you go People yeah. were like, like my roommate who I live with, you guys know Matt, he's part Thai. He made like fried rice, which was phenomenal. Right. Another girl at our work, she's Mexican. She made like empanadas, like woke up early and made them for us. And I was like, Whoa. this is so good. Wow. Another girl baked. I'm fucking the <laughs> asshole. Who's like, here you go. What'd you bring? These are Christmas shapes. Yeah. <laughs> right. So were stop they, and wait, Pre- wait, were they literally the horrible sort of sugar cookies with yes. sprinkles? Oh. I love them though. Don't. Dude, those cupcake type cookies, they're like the frosting on top. But oh, they're... okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. But it is really low life. Oh, yeah. But I, you know what I like that you committed to it and you didn't put them on a plate with saran wrap around them yeah. trying oh. to pass them off as you baking. Because let me tell you, there's always that guy. No one wouldn't believe that anyway. Yeah, but there's some people who try to pull that and you're just like, no. I always bring just like a big thing of seltzer. That's always my move. <laughs> Bring like a bunch of cans. There was a, a meme out over Thanksgiving where they what? said, if you're the person they say bring rolls or soda, yeah. they know you're a shitty cook. Yeah. So I basically, can't. I I, can't yeah, cook I, I'm not a good cook. My sister even volunteered. She goes, I know you're having the brunch for Christmas. We'll bring all the food. Yeah. They know I host. Yeah. I enjoy having them over. Then they could sit there. They have to bring the food. Yeah. It's, it's cater, either that you know? or catered. That's yeah. what I used to do all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But now that I'm not balling as much, I'm like, okay, <laughs> no, man, no, bring no, the food. Bring a much. quiche, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But Nick, I'm not so down on you for that one. That's not a no, terrible No, it's not terrible. But did I just they felt laugh like, at it? And did no, you... the thing was, as I was like, ugh, people are going to like, I was going to at least, but this week just got too busy. I was going to at least go to like, an Italian like bakery and get like all the good shit like cannolis yeah. get like real good shit and I was like I don't have time so I just did that and I remember thinking all day like oh this is gonna suck and I opened up the cookies and like five people were like those are my favorite See? dude and See? I was like yeah. it's simple it's great get like some rings <laughs> oh my god ho hos funny so bones snowballs yodels <laughs> Yankee Doodles anything that's Drake's those are or all hostess sex is positions. the best. <laughs> <laughs> you did do a Yankee Doodle over the weekend, I'm from what I heard. One day, yes. 
Okay. Well, I don't think your mean head moments were terrible. I think you're both victim blaming yourselves. Let's hear your mental health check in. Well, since you're like so to... different and contrarian. Well, no. <laughs> well, the reason I feel like this person. And explain quickly. <laughs> That for our mental health, we do not do a scale of one to we ten. We do not do scale we one to ten for some mental health. We do a person or pop culture right, it's phenomenon. It's in depth that or we cute. are like. Well, I'll give you a little history, mm. and you'll realize then why I did shift to mental health this time. Over the weekend, yeah. I watched the most fascinating documentary. It was the Beatles eight-hour documentary on Apple TV. No, no, no. It's on Disney Plus, and I never had Disney Plus because I don't need that fucking fake Marvel shit. I don't need Snow White hopping around with the dwarves. She probably fucked them all. Anyway, <laughs> she was a kind of a whore. Yeah, Snow true. White, my left nut. True, 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 true. So I don't need this Disney. I don't have children. <laughs> I don't like Mandalorian. I don't even know what that is. What's Loki? I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Anyway. What's but this Beatles thing I'm hearing is great. I'm not even a big Beatles fan, so I'm watching it. And I am fucking, of course, very emotionally moved by it. It was really beautiful. But the thing that came out was I was like, oh, my God. Our fucking podcast crew is literally, you know, way down the level, though. The Beatles, for sure. Yeah. We have Ringo, who is basically Nick. Funny. <laughs> Big heart, keeps everything light, totally great guy. Everybody's happy to have in right, the room. Right. We have George Harrison, who is, of course, Bo, always distracting us with his Hari Krishna fucking bullshit meeting stuff. All his fucking, I want to play my own songs and have my own ideas. Yeah, I'm going to go and branch out and I'm going to have a fucking meeting over this place, that place. I'm going to play a sitar. That's you, Bo! I'm landing you know fucking, it. Don't fuck you! <laughs> and of course, there is, no, there is no Lennon in this group. I had to switch it up because I am definitely on the organizational level, Paul McCartney. If you watch this fucking documentary, poor McCartney is struggling to get these idiots doing <laughs> a deadline, doing an actual good album, not canoodling around playing Chuck Berry knockoffs the whole time. Playing hee-haw with the fuck, he, around, fuck around gang. gang. And he is literally, I mean, he doesn't explode on camera. Uh, he but is clearly frustrated with the fact that John and those guys cannot focus. And poor Ringo, like Nick, is in the background just keeping the beat going. Yeah, I'll keep the gay jokes going. <laughs> so I feel like Paul McCartney, not from the uh, genius level, but the fact that I got to wrangle you two fucking nutcases. And if there was, but the worst part about it, Nick, and I could talk to you bluntly about yeah, Bo, yeah, yeah. Bo thinks he's Lennon. And oh, I go to yeah. myself like this. Wait, shut up, Bo. Take, cut off his mic. No. Here's how I feel. I feel like, as if Rick can control Bo, I feel like here I am. If I had a struggle with a Lennon, maybe I wouldn't be as frustrated. But I got a struggle with Harrison with the fucking Hare Krishna. Number two in the tri-state. Yeah. <laughs> he means he's a big dump, a number two. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like Paul McCartney, but I do feel like, though, even after I express that, I feel like we are clicking along, especially after the live shows. I think we're all more on the same page, and I don't feel like I'm wrangling the fuck around gang. That's what I'm trying to say. But you're still no Lennon. Don't fucking forget it. Hands and I'm not hands. touching to you ever. Seen. I'm going to guess do hands in once. Okay. I don't know what we're supposed to do. It's gross. 
Boat Let's drink a drink. Oh, that's God, we're bad. So, what are we talking about today? Give today, a little teaser. Our top, you want me to give him a Go teaser? Ahead. No, do it Hold like Ringo. No, do it like Ringo <laughs> would in your British I don't accent. I know what he sounds like. like I but think today, today we're going to talk about not terrorism, but emotional terrorism. Hey, right. Taking someone hostage with your fucking feelings. Right now, we do, we done. <laughs> Just say om, like fucking Harrison. Here I'll say, Nick, could you please hey. get to it quickly? Could you please get it? we got a deadline. Could you really get to it? Yeah, yeah, no, I can do it. Bum, bum, poor. Yeah. I feel like you don't understand how dope everything is and how smart we are. Go fucking say Bangladesh, you fucking hippie. Oops, I got out of character, goddammit. You blew it. So we're talking about what? Emotional, Emotional terrorism or some holding someone hostage with your feelings. Which is weird that this is a cool topic. I'd never heard of this phrase. Bo brought, Bo it, brought it to the table, which is why I don't hate him as much as I used to. Thank yeah. you, George Harrison. Visionary, visionary Lennon. I hate him so Bo much McDowell, right now. John Lennon. Me and McDowell. Nick will be back, Bo's fired. And Bo will be Lennon. shot outside of his apartment building. Just like Lennon. <laughs> oh, God. Bye. It'll be trash. We'll be back. Hey, everybody. Lisa Lampanelli here from Losers with a Dream. As you know, me, Bo, and Nick are losers. We have really big dreams. And one of the people who help us reach our dreams is the good folks at Royal Fox Studio. They specialize in producing podcasts, as you can hear, and they can get your show sounding amazing like ours. I mean, seriously, I sound fucking great. Make sure to check them out at Royal Fox Studio on Instagram and on all social media where you'll be able to see a list of all the great shows they produce, including the best one ever, Losers with a Mother Effing Dream. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to the Loser with a Dream podcast. We are losers. And man, do we have some dreams. Yeah, we do. We've lost... Our fear of intimacy, clearly. It's true. From the earlier week, we're real tight. Super tight. I'm going to lick your fucking eyeball, dude. That's weird, dude. Don't do that. Whatever. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I think it's sanitary. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to get into our topic of the day. Emotional and bioterrorism. No, emotional <laughs> terrorism uh, and holding people hostage with your feelings. Bo, Bo is the reason why we came to this topic. It's kind of a funny story. Yes. Why, which I can't wait to hear again. I love you, Bo. Tell them how we got to this. So baby. I was at a business meeting for one of my top secret groups, <laughs> and I was not pleased to be there. <laughs> uh, I, I, had, I just had about enough of this day. Day and we were like a few hours into it and I just started having like loud sighs like I'd be like <sighs> and just like and and like, like when you come yeah, yeah yeah and like and like looking around just like ugh, and like have you know like letting people know around me that I was sitting with that like I was having a horrible time and did not want to be there and my friend my good friend looks over at me and he goes yo how long are you going to hold us hostage with your fucking bullshit <laughs> and, and i looked at him i went oh i started laughing because i knew he was right and then he was like he was like we're gonna have to deal with your shit you emotional terrorist fuck and i was like yep and uh and it reminded me of one of my favorite topics ideas phrases the emotional terrorist somebody who Basically holds you hostage with their emotions until you have to feel them too. Mm. 
So this is a, a great topic because sometimes we do this uh, without thinking about it. Women love to do it. This is their favorite thing in the world. Um, <laughs> Lisa's shaking her head. She's got a knife in her hand yeah. off camera. But honestly, like, oh, yeah? this is something that I did not know that I did. It's something that is very ingrained in children. Um, most children are emotional terrorists, right? Like they wake up, they go, ah! Until they get what the fuck they want. I thought that was you, dude. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, actor, you know, uh, Lennon. Uh, and um, oh god. And so you know, I I was thinking about this, and I was going like, "Yep, I definitely do this." Um, it's really when I just feel like I need to be heard, or like I'm sitting through something I don't want to sit through. Or like, why why isn't anyone listening to me? It's a very selfish act, is the point of it. Yeah, it's a very like dirty diaper. <laughs> like, boy. listen to me, listen to my feelings, and make everybody who's sitting here has to listen to them and understand them, and then make me feel better. Right? Ooh. It's it's literally crying out for mommy. That's what it is. And sometimes we do it and we don't want to do it. We don't realize we're doing it until somebody points it out. And then we feel like I felt extremely ashamed when he pointed it out. I laughed, but that was to cover up the real feeling inside, which was of deep shame for the fact that I was acting like a literal baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then I was like, oh, shit, man. That's a really interesting topic to talk to the, the losers with the dream team about. <laughs> Because it's, you know, it is, it is interesting and we find ourselves in different positions. I have found myself in many positions where I didn't feel like I could change the, my situation. So I just cried and not mm. cried in like a, I'm feeling my feelings way, but cried in like a, listen to me, wah, 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 way. Yeah. I've, I'll tell you what, I, I was trying to think of some things of like when I've done this and it's maybe been... I don't know. Not a lot, really. I always, for me, I always deal with everything. I think it's just growing up an only child. You just are like, no, I'm not going to bother anybody. I'm going to yeah. turn this in on me. You, you replay shit in your head all the time until like it's finally right or you feel okay. Like you just keep right. replaying scenarios. So I never really had people to lean on um, like that. So I always kind of kept that shit to myself, but I did, it did happen to me with other people in my life. So I've had it happen. I think because I had it happen to me so young that I was like, I'm never doing this to yeah. anybody because it caused so much anger and turmoil and whatever. So my, I'll tell you, my grandmother, the notes I have down here is two people, my grandmother and my stepmother who I had for a little bit. Most people don't know I had a stepmother. She was only in my life for about three years. Yeah. But it literally, dude, I can remember every day after school, I remember waiting after school and this may be why I'm an anxious guy. Yeah. Thinking, what's it going to be today? Yeah. What is she going to be feeling or what's happened or what is she going to complain to me? I'm 13 about my dad. Right. Hey, I don't need to know this. Yeah. yeah You're yeah. an adult. Talk to him. Yep. Yeah. You fucking idiot lady. Anyway. <laughs> Dumb clam. You clam. Dumb we do not com. like you. I would stab her if I saw her. But <laughs> but every day I remember thinking like it was such a horrible feeling. Like I would that's why I always stayed at school so long. I loved I'd be in school, not cuz I was good at it, but because of social aspect 
football after lifting. Right. I was like, I'm going to by the lockers. Yeah, dude, just stay. I'm staying here. Let them know. I, I'm trying to avoid the pickup as much as possible. Dude, did you yeah, have a certain dude. spot where like the seniors chilled? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Sick, dude. We had like a window where everyone sat. Anyway, <laughs> did you just wear your jersey. <laughs> so, yeah, what's up? Tie dyed. I don't know if you saw that tackle the other day. Oh, my God. Pretty crazy. All right, stop. So, weed. shut up. Thank you. So, <laughs> but every day it was like, oh God, what's this gonna be with this lady? Right. And it was a, it was it was a terrible thing. And then later in life, it got to be like that kind of, with my grandmother. Right. Every time the phone rang, I was like, what's she upset about today from five years ago? <laughs> She's gonna... yeah, but it was the same woman, right? That was picking me up, and then what? Cause you're but you're talking about your grandmother in both scenarios. No, yeah. my stepmother. Oh, stepmother. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. Sorry. And then I was talking about my <laughs> I forget. my grandmother. Also, not even no, not with that. It was I said later in life, my grandmother. Yeah. Was the one who kind of took that role over. Once my stepmom left, it was all good. I actually had a party that night. It was a dope time. But, um, yeah, just I remember having those, having that happen to me young, and I was like, I'm never doing this to anybody so if anything i've been afraid to reach out to people and bother anyone with anything you know what yeah. i mean it's been almost like a um which i've probably paid for a little bit and why it's taken me so long to open up with certain people even my close friends right you know yeah well i i don't relate to that because i'm extraordinarily selfish you are yes that's crazy yes so if i'm not having a good time i do not like other people to enjoy time at all i know your type yeah so this is you know how i was an amazing emotional terrorist mm -hmm. when i had to be the dd the uh Ooh. the uh designated driver as it is i was such a bad because now i am driving people around they're supposed to be having fun and they're supposed to be you know partying whatever and i remember just being like nope i don't get to drink i don't get to have fun nobody's having fun you know what I mean? And I was the worst. You know what I mean? Like, I just constantly be kind of complaining, being like, all right, so when are we going to get home? Like, you don't need that. You don't need another drink, Bobby. Oh, you were that you know what I mean? guy. Like, come you on. Were that dude. Get in the car. Yeah, it was fun. You know what I mean? Like, just if I, if it wasn't centered around me having fun, nobody else can have fun. Right. And that's just the baby that I, that I was. And then right. I kind of still am. I, I definitely am. You're still a huge like baby. That. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, a lot of women that I've dated have employed their, uh, emotional terrorism tactics on me. Right. Like if you're, I used, I remember I took a girl to, uh, uh, the Bahamas and I remember like first day she was like, she was just like, uh, like I'm not like having like, we, we need to talk about stuff. And, and, and she just like, ruined the trip at every moment when it was supposed to be a nice moment. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. like she always had there always had to be something going on. It was client. always a problem and she made it everybody's problem. It's a good moniker to be like my problem is not other people's problems, right? Like I my shit should not be their shit now. Right. right? Like I need to control my emotions to the point where I'm not going to hold anyone hostage with what I'm feeling. Because what you're feeling can pass. And, you know, if you put out good, then generally people are going to have a good time. I love people who are, like, just ready to go, just happy people. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people who go out of their way to bring a group down when it's not necessary is the fucking worst. The worst. The worst. Yeah. Which is why I'm here to take you down. 
<laughs> but um, another example I have, this isn't even about emotional terror. This is more so like hold, holding someone hostage. I used to do this in work meetings. It's more of a funny, like being fun, like, like wanting the intention on you maybe too much. Yeah, right? trying to be a comedian. Trying to be, yeah. Not even just, you know, just trying to have fun uh, at these work meetings. So like try to do well on stage first. Oh, huh? <laughs> God. Dude, he keeps saying he's Lennon and it's just getting worse <laughs> by the minute. This Beatles thing. I don't know, dude. Kind of makes sense when you think about it. <laughs> I can't, dude. But at work, at work, you know, I work at a gym. It is, you know, it's, it is it is a corporate structure, but still it's a gym, right? right? So we have fun. There's monthly meetings and stuff. But I can't tell you how many times my general manager... Shout out Anthony Chikese. I love you very much. He will come up to me He's from the Bronx. And he'll just come up to me and he'll be like, he'll pull me aside. He goes, come here for a second. He goes, yeah. HR's here today. Okay? Yeah. You can't call anyone gay. <laughs> you can't boo anybody. None of that. Booing somebody is my Booing's favorite. the best. Because in our monthly meetings, I do like, <laughs> who did the most sessions this month? Like one, two, three, the top five. And who made goals, whatever. So like there was this one trainer who was a little older and like wasn't the best trainer. But like he's been there for like 20 years. So we had this full book of people. And he would win number one every month. Yeah. Every time they'd be like, hey, so so-and-so did the most session. I would just go, boom. <laughs> And my GM would be like, Can you fucking not? And he would laugh. He goes, I can't be laughing in front of these people. Yeah, he goes, yeah. It's funny, but we can't do it. And then there was yeah. another girl who was so hot, looked like she was built in a lab, and she would do well as well, right? She was a beautiful girl, but she always showed up late to the meeting. She always thought she was better than everybody. So as soon as she walked in, I'd be like, Did you just take were you just taking a shit? Like <laughs> like stuff like that. It's like, why so do you say I'm pooping? You're holding people hostage with your hacky comedy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Kinda like you did to come in second. Well, remember that? Anyways. Two hundred or <laughs> Tri State. There were weight classes, right? <laughs> <laughs> comedy weight classes comedy weight classes would be funny that would be really funny anyway yeah. let's think of that sketch idea good idea let's put it in the bank might be on Patreon soon check Maybe. it out subscribe um, but yeah like doing stuff like that like and then there was like some times at Equinox as well there are um, there's something called EFTI which is basically they put you through like a training you know you're doing a training you're learning shit whatever it's like almost like a classroom setting and I'd always fuck around during those right and then I finally, it took like my boss and a few of my other managers to be like, hey, man. Yeah. He goes, whether you like it or not, he goes, you're one of our more senior trainers here and you have a lot of experience. And these guys, some of these guys look up to you. So you can't just keep yelling out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking, you know, saying, making yeah. sex jokes about the femur or like, right. oh, I pulled his groin. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Yeah, and then yeah. make that noise and do that. And I was like, no, 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 you're right. So I, I, I've slowed down with that a little bit, but that's been my experience with. Yeah. So you're really emotional. talking about like uh, terrorism in the form of just like attention seeking. Yeah. So. Attention seeking behavior, yeah. trying to get the laugh. Which, of course, I can relate to. I mean, it's about, I, I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, any any school. I, I, but, dude, you were like that when you had your job, when it was, in, in, right? In oh, person. my God. How many times HR, nightmare. they'd be like, hey, man. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> uh, you shouldn't have said, who's your daddy to one of the new members. That was a little weird. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Dude, I remember at Equinox, this is not even a joke. They hired, like, a, a, a trainer. It was a man, gay man. Yeah. They pre-warned me. As yeah. they hired him that day, they brought me in the office. They go, listen. <laughs> and I was like, am I being fired? And they were like, they're like, we just hired a trainer. And I was like, 
great. And yeah. like, he's a gay man. <laughs> you can't tell the other male trainers that you in front of him, you can't say, I'm going to suck you off in the locker room. <laughs> okay. To your friends. You can't do it. Right. All right. Yeah. I also got in trouble once for, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Someone, it was me and a few trainers went to lunch. We got a bunch of shit, right? Yeah. And it was like, we got the, I mean, the gayest lunch you could have got. It was like, someone got granola, someone got a salad, someone got kombucha. Yeah. And as we were walking into the gym, I, we were talking about that. And as we were walking in the gym, I go, man, fucking white boys are us over here. I go, <laughs> look at this stupid lunch. Lady overheard that and yeah. complained and thought I was making a racial <laughs> comment. <laughs> like it was like a white supremacy thing. <laughs> I was like, no, we just have granola and kombucha. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, you know, I've learned to just shut my mouth yeah. when it comes to certain things and just, uh, you got to be aware of that stuff. Right. Right. But emotional terrorism to get on track here. I fucking lied. Is, it's okay. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. No, it was great. Is, I mean, you know, fake crying, fantastic. Emotional have terrorism. Have you done a fake cry? No, I haven't, but I've seen women I've do it to me a, multiple I've times. I've fake cry. <laughs> I've hmm. watched it happen. I've watched <laughs> it happen. <laughs> to the point where you want to be like, is this a real cry? <laughs> is this a real, are you really upset? And then you punch I, her just to, she's like, you really crying? Yeah. You hit her. <laughs> because you're like, you start to not trust, like the problem with being an emotional terrorist is people start Boy to. cried wolf, person who cried wolf. Yes. Yeah. Wow, way to go. You got there. Gold star. Yeah. Dude, don't touch my nips, dude. Yeah, you know, don't like start them. the engine unless you take me for a ride around the track, baby. I want to take a test drive. <laughs> um, you bought the whole thing, baby. <laughs> Wait, test the shit. We got a mortgage together. We got a three-year warranty on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're losing So, it. yeah, sorry. So, yeah, but the fake crying. I mean, I've seen uh, Lisa do that to us before. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you did that one time. Yeah. It was good. She sold it, and she was proud of herself. <laughs> At the diner, we're all sitting in the diner. We were like, "Oh yeah. no!" And then she was like, "Got you, fuckers!" Yeah. <laughs> she hit us with like an amazing fake cry. She was pretty yeah. good, right? No, pretty I good can always tell. But even since then, like, I not that especially if we're talking about something. I know that obviously she's gonna cry, right, right. but I do. There's always, oh, is she fucking with me? Yeah, is she about to get me? Because it's it's in the back of my mind. You there know is a mean? quick she's second. You're like, is she trying to get me right now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I and I have a tendency. Yeah, be quick around Lisa. Can't fuck right. around. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. Fool me once. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but really, that is that is a form of emotional terrorism. You know what I mean? Like I have, I have definitely been way angrier, or acted way angrier than I actually was to, to try to attention. prove a point, Ooh, okay. to try to win an argument. Right? That's emotional terrorism, right? Because I'm using an emotion that's not real to hold somebody hostage. You know, and like sometimes it's just fun to be angry. And sometimes it's fun to be angry about something you don't care about because you actually don't have any skin in the game. Yeah. So you're just in kind of a fake argument with somebody because you don't like them. It's not the way to go. You have to like, you have to peel back and be like, wow, am I causing harm to this person by like holding them here and making them have to listen to my bullshit? Right. Every time. Right. Yeah. And it's fun. It's sometimes it is. it's fun. There's nothing it more fun than just sitting and complaining, going no. 
I didn't get what I wanted. The mac and cheese is not good enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the things are not I good enough. I waited 30 minutes for I'm my not, entree and it sucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not getting to drink. I wanted to drink. You guys are getting to drink tonight. I'm going to uh, drink. I want a peach mango yeah. salsa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like and just like like sulking. Sulking is the best form of uh of emotional terrorism you can think of yeah because it's just it's awful like yeah have you ever seen somebody like truly sulk like an adult like that is always the hardest thing to watch I, i've watched Sucks, my father do it dude. silent treatment also another form of Worst. emotional terrorism yes. right because you're basically holding the whole oh no 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 i don't i'm not speaking to you i'm not speaking to you once again these are all trades of the clam <laughs> <laughs> Which is our book out now. <laughs> Mike Rowe did the foreword. Trades of the Clam. Trades of the Clam. Because uh, these are It's all, a dirty job. And somebody's got to do it. Cleaning out the clams. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. All right. But listen. listen yeah. Listen. A, a lot of women employ a lot of these and techniques. Men. Yeah, they do. They do. And I have done it. I've done it. I explained the ways I did. I admitted I was wrong. Now I want to take some shots at him. <laughs> He's hurt. It's okay. Anyways, right. you did a good job, dude. You didn't hold me hostage. No, I don't. Can't. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's the kind of sigh I'm talking about, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> that was a good one. All right. We are going to take a quick break, and we are going to bring on our life coach, mentor, comedian, and the world-famous fake crier, Head clam and charge. Head clam and charge. <laughs> Lisa, goddamn lamp and Lamp and Skelly. What an idiot. All right, we'll be right back. Huh? Hello, welcome back to the Loser with a Dream podcast. We are losers. And we got some big dreams. Big old, dreams. Big old emotional terrorism hostage dreams. Yeah, I love this topic. First of all, I love that this turned into a how-to of emotional terrorism. <laughs> yeah. Give it to Bo. Hey, yeah, if you want to be a great emotional terrorist, here's what you do. You fake cry. You uh, give the silent treatment. It's mostly you broads that do it. Like, yeah, oh yeah, God, yeah. Great. We have mostly female listeners. This fucking yeah, guy is like, let's ruin It's okay. That. They understand that it's jokes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. let me tell you something. This emotional terrorism, I felt, was a very good topic, and I'll tell you why. Because once in a while, Bo comes up with an idea that has merit. It's like George Harrison had my sweet lord. Okay, there was one time that it actually was valid before he was kicked permanently out of the band and had to go save Bangladesh. So, get a sitar, Ravi Shankar. Give me a fucking break with that shit. I gotta sit through a double album. Anyway, but I love that you stepped into the Harrison shoes. You had the one good idea because this is a very interesting topic I never heard of. Yeah. I mean, I'm 60 years old. I'm 72 times your age. What happens when you and, hang out with the young people? Yeah, it's true. I'm learning a lot. And what I realized what is my mother was a bit of an emotional terrorist. I was an emotional terrorist. And try not to. She was. She invented that shit. It was, she's old school. Black belt. Yeah, man. I, I've gone from a black belt to hopefully a light brown, maybe a taupe. 
I've tried to take it down a notch. <laughs> because what's the alternative? So let's talk about this really quick. First of all, the problem with emotional terrorism, as I understand it, tell me if I'm wrong, is that it just basically erodes trust between people. Right. So basically, you're talking about if I fake cry in front of you, which right. I was just kind of doing an action <laughs> exercise to see if I could, but it was about some definitely charged subject. Like it was not like something to joke about. And I literally was like, I want to see if I can make myself cry. (laughs) So to make myself cry, I always think of a certain couple songs, which I shan't mention because I know you'll play them on a car ride and I'll have to spend the entire time thinking about Neil Diamond saying hello again. Hello. I know it's so fucking sad. So anyway, I... That eroded a little bit of trust with you because now, like you said, even when I'm having a severely emotional moment that's obviously yeah. sincere, you're like, eh, she a little bit. <laughs> she, she kind of. <laughs> like when they say, yeah. when I used to really go off on uh, hecklers, they'd be like, that was kind of planned, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, my eyes fucking jumped out of my <laughs> fucking head and I stormed off stage because that was a fucking plan. So you just, the audience or your friends or your family members just, I was like, no, is she manipulating us? Yeah. And I did some reading after Mr. Harrison brought this topic to us. And mm. I will say that this is a huge quality of chronic relapsers. Yeah. When you have a drug or alcohol problem or probably any other addiction, yeah. you know how to fucking manipulate. Oh, so it's yeah. basically manipulation, right? Yes. Because mm. if you're, say, a heroin oh. addict, which probably Bo will be at some point again soon. Got to move up sometimes. You do. You were a pussy, that shit. You did a special K. What a fag. Anyway, you can keep that in because it's a quote. I'm not saying fag for real. Anyway. No, but uh, you would maybe threaten others with relapse. Well, hey, if you don't do what I say, not you, but a, a chronic right. relapser is going to hold that over people's heads. Oh, drink. yeah. Yeah. So they instill fear and they instill all this horror in you that you're like afraid and you tiptoe around them and you're always walking on eggshells, which is literally the most destructive thing in a relationship. Don't you agree? I agree. Trust is the most important thing. So when somebody can't trust your feelings, the feelings that you're showing to to them are honest. Yeah. It's like, I can't be around that person. I don't know who I'm getting. I don't know. Whether it's like the real McCoy or yeah, if it's no, some you're bullshit. Right. Well, also, it's that lack of accountability, too. Yeah. Like, you know, in chronic relapsers or people with these kind of issues, it's like, oh, they'll just kind of blame everyone for what's going on. Right. So they won't be like, oh, I drank because I drank. Right. Or I yelled because I yelled or whatever. No responsibility. Thing is. Yeah. It's like, oh, he made me yell. Yeah. He made me drink. Yeah. If my wife wasn't, <laughs> then this is a quote. This is not Lisa. If my wife wasn't such a fucking cunt, I wouldn't have to hit her. That's true. Like, there are those guys, or or women, or if my husband wasn't so mean, I wouldn't have to suck his brother's cock. It's like, no. We're getting into gaslighting, too. That was my senior quote. Yeah, that's going to be a different topic altogether. But your senior quote, I know. senior quote. So it's like... What's sad about the whole thing is underneath, that's why I have compassion for my mother. I've learned to have some self-compassion around this stuff. You know what? The real core is a real person with goodness. The sober person has goodness. My mother was never a a drug person. She was food and a rage person. So is she, they just get corrupted by this sickness that is addiction. So whether addiction is drugs, alcohol or shopping or anything else, it's that they are kind of being held hostage by it and then 
holding us hostage to themselves. Yes. Yep. You know? So uh, I want to know the difference. Okay. So I made you cry. I mean, I, I fake cried at the diner just for fun. That was fun. <laughs> but I think there was a diner incident where Bo held us ah, hostage. Probably. And that was when we went to one of the diners that he doesn't like as much. I know, I and all he did, Nick, was for literally a half hour complain Ugh. about the amount of Ugh. cheese in this quesadilla. Well, that was a real problem. You, It was not. Real uh, problem is, is starvation, hunger, poverty. Too much cheese is never a problem. I, you could have scooped some out. You are a sloppy eater like him. It is a problem. I get it was it a problem was, for us because we have to look at it. You think he's ever troubled by what's on his face? What's going on? Bo's the type. First of all, wait, Bo. Let me finish. This I'm, is a hard uh, time in my life. Yeah, no, but you basically. Don't even feel when food is on your face. And that's emotionally or being fingers, ho- taking shirt. us hostage to make us look at that fucking greasy fucking mug of yours. <laughs> it's disgusting. But anyway, back to the quesadilla. Was I'm this crying. now when this quesadilla came, you had two choices. You could say, excuse me, waitress who's also a recovering addict, because for some reason this fucking diner only has head cases who used to be on drugs in their employ. Must have a very sympathetic manager or owner. You said, oh, gosh, this is a little too heavy for me right now. The cheese is a bit heavy handed. Would you please? May I have something else? Yeah. But instead... You sat abruptly in that large way. You were heavier <laughs> back then, and you were like, harumph. You literally, yeah. your whole attitude was harumph. Would that be considered emotional hostage taking? Yes, because I didn't get what I want. Okay. Tid. So you have to be a baby in a diapy. Yes, I was a baby in a diapy. And, well, because I was excited about a good quesadilla. You get excited. That's the thing you that, get up yeah, for that's in the morning. True. That's true. And then you get there, and you had a day. And your life is terrible. And then all you want is just uh, the right ratio of cheese and Dia. And you get screwed. Uh, is Dia a thing? Okay, no. I'm sure that our Latinx listeners will let us know if that's true. But so basically, it's you're looking forward to this thing. It doesn't go your way. Wah, wah. Wah, shit in the pants. And right. make Lisa and Nick deal with your pouty face about the cheese. Yes. Fuck. So, you know, I, I don't blame you, though. It is a very disappointing thing, but then it's so hard to be vulnerable enough to want a different thing and to be like, wow, I'm just really... Because with us, you could do this now. I think back then, it was a few months ago, I didn't think you feel like you could have been safe back then going, I'm really kind of sad I was looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because, I mean, hey, we get food stuff. Yeah. If I go to a fucking restaurant and I was looking forward to the one thing and then it's disappointing, it's kind of sad. Yeah, it is, yeah. So this was emotional terrorism. Yeah, here's another example. And this is Nick this time. Tell me, no, no, no. Tell me how feeling your feelings differs from emotional terrorism. Example, Nick, you and I drive into the city and Nick is going to do a spot at Gotham to get a tape. Oh, I recall. Yes. The taping does Crushed not go well. <laughs> Crushed, yes. Um, that's one word for it. Crushed my hopes. Yes. Yeah. You didn't do what, what, as well as you would have liked, which I didn't think you did badly. You basically were really upset, but turned it inward yeah. and sat in the back, quote unquote, Pew. pouting. Pew. But 
how did that not tip over into affecting us? Would you say he wasn't an emotional terrorist or he was at that point? I don't think he was Mm -hmm. because I think it's okay to be sad about something. Mm -hmm. I think if he kept going, huh, guys, what could I have done differently? And he like kept like bringing it up. See, I wouldn't know. I disagree. I wouldn't have minded the questions. I think the sighing would have been bad or him going, huh, or going like this. (laughs) Guys, I'm just (laughs) quitting. Oh shit! Guys, should I just oh, quit? Fuck. What about guys? Should I just quit? Yeah, because that's a manipulation, like yeah. the chronic uh, relapse. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, Tell yeah. me it's all going to be okay. There's one thing to ask for reassurance once and go, guys. Honestly, I feel like I want to quit right now, and I'm actually speaking from the heart. Yeah. Um, I just need you to hear that. I'm kind of scared about it. Is different and non-manipulative, right? Right. right. But if it's asked like more than twice, you got to go see a fucking shrink. You emotional <laughs> raconteur. <laughs> You emotional terrorist. You're holding us all. Yes. Yeah. So he didn't tip over into that because he was just kind of owning his feelings. Right. Yeah. And he understands he's not that great. (laughs) You're a dick. (laughs) So, but I I think that's a good thing. Stop grabbing each other's wee-wees. I think people have to understand the difference between you're allowed. We're not saying you're not allowed to have your feelings and be in a mood, but don't make, and I love that expression. Don't make your problem. My problem. You said it. I always say it. I've kicked people out of my house when they've gotten drunk because I was like, don't make your problem. My problem. I fucking hate that shit. And I'm like, oh, I've clearly done that too, which is why (laughs) I can recognize it, which I think is good that you and I both kind of recognize we've done that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Certainly the like my showing up somewhere and they're trying to, you know, just have a nice time. And then you're like, oh, I drink too much. Guys, I'm not okay. You know what I mean? Like just being a mess. For, and like really ruining somebody's day or somebody's party or whatever. Oh, God. How many parties have I ruined? I mean, it's countless. Break up my it's fucking party. <laughs> right, Nick? He's Don't break up my fucking break party. Break up my fucking party. I did six I, years. I'm home. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta earn. If anyone yeah, can guess what that's from, what exact scene it's from, you get a what free movie? Patreon if we ever do a Patreon. We are. <laughs> we keep threatening yeah. to, but we haven't it's yet. It's gonna happen. Anyway, no, January. We will. But um, you're, you, you're right. It's just going i'm going to filthify this entire gathering with my stuff and i think i did that and when i went on a trip that i didn't like and i have a lot of issues with um being too cold all the time and i'm always have to eat weird because there have to be small (laughs) amounts so it has to be like six to eight times a day and it's a million quest bars and i have to pack a whole suitcase of this goddamn fucking snacks and string (laughs) cheese and all this other fucking shit so my my body temperature is so i feel held hostage by my fucking always being freezing yeah so when i was invited to go to iceland with my sister-in-law and my niece and their friend i literally held the entire trip hostage and I was like the angry dad who did the driving. I insisted on driving everywhere, which they were fine yeah, with yeah, because yeah. they're not emotional fucking terrorists. I right. am. But I'm sitting there stewing. It's like when dad used to drive. I imagine my father wasn't like this, but would have the cigarette and just smoking and drinking coffee. <laughs> and I go, my whole role this fucking trip because I'm freezing and I have to eat little amounts yeah. and everybody else gets to eat normally. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to try to find a station on the radio in Iceland. Good luck. 
fuck. I'm going to fucking smoke. I don't even smoke. <laughs> and I'm going to have coffee. <laughs> I just had, I, I had coffee, though. I didn't smoke, but I, I imagined I was that guy. But it was pouty and really shitty. And, of course, guess what ends up happening? I explode. I have a huge anger attack on an, un, yes, an annoying person. But it definitely shifted probably forever my relationship with those people and is a huge yeah. tragedy. So I go, I had to do so much work on that that I go, oh my God, I can't ever let myself get in that position again to hold a car or a house hostage. Yeah. Even if it's my house or my car. Like even if it's most Christmas comes or next year Thanksgiving and I'm in a mood. It's better to cancel the fucking thing oh, yeah. than to have not my head in the game of making this about someone other than myself. Do you agree? I agree, yeah. If if you're in the mood where, especially if you're entertaining, yeah, it's like that can easily turn into like just, if I was really sad mm -hmm. one day and I was, you know, crying, let's say I, you know, had a really bad breakup or something. Right. And then I invited a bunch of friends over. To that cheer be, you up. It would be rude. Right. Right. Because right. it's like they're showing up unless they know they're coming over to help me. That's yeah. different. Right. But if they think they're coming over to like watch a game. Yeah. And then I'm crying in the corner. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, not because the Jets suck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's a terrible thing to do. It you really know? is. So in other words, telling people in advance, hey, I'm going through something. So in other words, if I had gone on this trip to Iceland yeah. and I'd have been honest, and again, it all comes from fear of intimacy. Right. Oh, I can't tell my family I struggle with feeling cold all the time and we're right. going to fucking Iceland. There's <laughs> ice in the name. And by the way, it's the worst place on earth. Just because it's cheap to get there doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. It's not really fun. <laughs> Every fucking goddamn waterfall looks like the other one, but we gotta go to a hundred of them. I don't get it. Yeah. I still don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. should have just turned that down. <laughs> My whole idea, Mr. Hot Harrison, springs. was to go to India, because I thought it would be oh. great. Shut up. I thought it would be great to go <laughs> and see the sights and Smell the them. spirituality and get all that get stuff. Diarrhea. No, I wouldn't drink the water. I just thought it was really cool because I like it really hot. Charm some snakes. <laughs> Shut up. Don't be racist. So I thought, I know you meant that sexually. That's gross. Yeah. So, no, but I freaking want to do that. And then instead of listening to my higher good inside of my, my what i really wanted they're like well you know that's too hot in the summer how about ice and i'm like sure yeah, yeah so again my lack of wanting to be truly intimate and exposing who i was made me then have it come out sideways to snap on people and then make enemies i mean this is yeah. very hard to come back from emotional terrorism is brutal because it really like the friendship can never be the same yeah you know so you have to be super careful and then I think it's it is up to a good friend though to yeah. let you know the way you did it with yes. your buddy at that top secret like, meeting. That was super helpful. Yeah, and, and I really appreciated him for that. And I told him, you know, so it's like when we're doing that, we don't always know it, and that's what's I scary. Know. Like I would love to be evolved enough to just be able to go. Oh, there you are. You're being a baby. Don't be right. a baby. Right. You know, don't manipulate. But sometimes it happens, and. You know, like it's it's tough to any listen. I think just think about the size, the amount of times you sigh, oh. the amount of times you roll your like, eyes, roll your eyes. How much? Like, really? You know, 
My mother would always take me on trips I didn't want to go on when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And that would be my my protest. Yes. To just be a pain oh. in the ass. Ooh. I don't want to go to the store, you lazy yeah. clam. Oh don't God. bring me there. We're furniture You're shopping. My, you clam. know what my parents used to make us do? There's three of us. So if they were looking at couches, they'd make us each sit on a couch so nobody else bought yeah. it till they decided which one to get. And I'm like, right. my brother has always hated furniture shopping because of that. My brother literally, yeah, this I was so Aaron's funny. Like as a little kid, because he was the youngest, he'd be like five, and they'd make us sit on the couch (laughs) every Saturday. We'd have to sit on at Reed's, which was a fucking department store. We'd sit on these couches, and my brother eventually, because he was little, he would go, "I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm tired. I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm tired. I'm hungry." But he was so cute and little, they wouldn't get mad at him. They get mad at me and my fucking sister. Uh... What I do? But it's it's like he just chanted. He was like George Harrison, too. He chanted and occasionally had a good idea. No, but it's so weird because we find it hard to call ourselves on it. Yeah. That's the thing. You wouldn't have noticed you were sighing no. until way later. So no. I didn't notice my bad behavior in Iceland. I just thought I was being like being myself. Yeah. It's important to realize when you got a little poopy in the diaper. Oh, my God. It is. Let me check your diaper. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of which, you, I love that you pointed out that even humor can be. Uh, a, a terrorist attack yeah. because okay first of all i love that nick's jib hires a gay trainer and they warn him about being too inclusive <laughs> it's like you know don't include that guy in your jokes you yeah, know yeah. but the fact that you sometimes do hold people hostage with the because it derails it it right. derails nice. the conversation and sometimes I, I i go to you at the diner or whatever when we're playing i'm like yeah yeah, yeah wait because it's like, oh, we might be onto something. Because 99% of the time, your humor is really good and really appropriate. And then it gets like, where, oh my God, we're bouncing off the wall. What are we <laughs> right. even thinking? What's this episode going to be about? Right, right, right. So um, I think it's cool to recognize that it's not just sighing, crying, being a big yenta and rolling your eyes. <laughs> it also can be derailment by good quote unquote humor. Right. Yeah, or even like somebody who's overly optimistic. We've talked Hate about how it. It's positive annoying. vibes up your cunt. Yeah. I don't like this positive <laughs> vibes only because we have to have room for all feelings. Am I right, Bo? And I will give you an example of this. Please do. This wasn't really good vibes. This was more like, oops, I didn't know we were this you were this person. Mm-hmm. So Oh, is this about me? No, no, no. No. It was a friend of okay. mine. We went to go see a couple concerts up in Saratoga. Right, we went to go see a band. Right, are you hip? And, I, like one of your hippie bands? Yeah, we went to go see Fish. So it's oh, one of those. God, bands. and spelled F I S H. He went to the aquarium. <laughs> go ahead. So we're on the way up. He's a super nice kid. You know, he's, uh, we don't know each other that well, so it's just a fun trip. He Hand was, job. I had an extra ticket. Let's go. And you're like, you want to rest your head, buddy? <laughs> see, now we're being emotional terrorists. Yeah. I'm sorry, we won't interrupt. Second night or second day, we're hanging out. And he starts talking about the Lord. Oh! Oh! Yep. Turns out he was in the process of becoming a reborn. And now all of a sudden the rest of the trip turns into him like talking about the Bible. He, I notice it. He pulls out the Bible <gasps> out no! of his backpack. Oh, did you kick him yep. out? I No, I didn't because, you know. Did you take a crucifix and stab him? <laughs> no, no. I just like. I was just like, I let him know. I go, dude, that's great that you're doing that. I'm sure that's helping you with your sobriety and helping you with all this other stuff. I got to let you know I, I'm not interested. You know that's what I mean? good. And then, but. Uh-oh. It just kept coming around to it. You know what I mean? He kept. 
it wasn't like, hell, hey, man, I'm into this, and I don't, I don't know, it's weird, but uh, this is what I'm into. Right. Maybe you want to take a look. It <clears> was, hey, this is what I'm into, and now I'm going to be forcing it into the conversation every five to ten minutes. And that was tough. Holy shit, you have my deep sympathy. Yeah. Because he, I'm telling you what, Yeah. I have a friend, an ancillary friend, so more of an acquaintance, who is big into Pentecostalism, yeah. which basically means part of, and I'm sure he's this way, part of their obligation is to recruit. Yeah. So I get it that they're just trying to do what they're it's supposed thing, to do, yeah. and that's okay. But her posts on Instagram, Jesus Christ in heaven, it's always like, here I was before Jesus, and it's like a fat picture. <laughs> look what Jesus did for me, and now she's like fucking anorexic. And but look, I mean, admittedly, anorexics look hotter than fat chicks. I Sorry to so. fat shame, but that's just life. Trigger so. warning, like, like fatties. Anyway, <laughs> but then I don't mind that she says this is what Jesus did for me. But then I read the post, and the bottom line said. He can do this for you too. Yeah. So the recruitment. Oh. So I said, I'm lucky because I get to mute. I wouldn't never unfollow it. It hurt her feelings. Yeah, yeah. But when you're in a car with somebody, you can't mute them. No. I mean, I probably could. I'd be, be <laughs> like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, I yeah. wouldn't allow it. If you yeah. and me and him are driving to a gig, and even if it's a subject that just makes me uncomfortable, I'm like, dude, shut up. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude. I don't want to hear about it. I was just, I, this story just popped in my head. Do you mind if I oh, share no, this quick? I love I could, it. Because the Bible thing and then that. Oh. When I was at the University of Missouri, I was doing my internship after college. Okay, was, wait, wait. I want to go back. Yeah. I never knew you went to. Yeah, we talked about it because your brother went there, right? Did I not listen? Yeah. No, you, no, you said your, like, your brother went there, right? Time. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> yeah. impressed that you went to a real school. Go well, ahead. I mean, I was there. I was the intern with the strength and conditioning program for the football team all summer. Right. So okay. I was training the athletes. sucking dick of a quarterback. Anyway, Go ahead. I wish. <laughs> um, but anyway, you know, I went out, and there was a bunch of interns from all over. There were 10 of us from all over the United States. There's this one kid, my roommate from North Carolina, literally talked like this, like literally oh, yeah. had that accent, right? One night we're out at a bar. This is long story short. This woman tried to have sex with me in the bar Who didn't? in the bathroom. And I Quit stopped bragging. myself and I was like, no, I was just come back to my place. He stopped. He was like, no, we can't. And I was like, why? Why won't you let this girl? And he was like being kind of a dick about it. And so were the other interns. And I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. Get back to the house, pulls out the Bible. Oh! Starts talking to me at 3 a.m. And he's like, dude, have you ever thought? I was like, I should be having sex with this woman right now. And you're ruining it. Well, I, I don't I, care. That was bad. Well, we got to do a whole episode on cock blocking. Because yeah. I remember, I remember yeah. doing the improv in Baltimore with uh, Kevin James's brother, Gary Valentine. Yeah. And telling a girl he brought up to the comedy condo that he had a fiance. Because I was like, if I'm not getting any dick, he's not getting any We're still friends. It doesn't matter. Do you about that? What's that? Do you ever say sorry to that? No. no. What, I make an amends that he didn't get an STD from some <laughs> clam? No. I saved him. Yeah. Like baby Jesus will yeah. save all of you. Oh, my God. I love this. I am not too proud. I ain't too proud to beg. beg no, I'm not too proud to say that I have learned something from Bo. I, I usually do anyway, yeah. but I actually learned Sunshine. a whole new terminology that I can now weaponize and use against others. <laughs> now, quick question, last question, 30 seconds. Yeah. Suppose we're in a car going to a gig or doing something, and I force you to listen to like show tunes or something you hate. Is that emotional terrorism? Yes no, or no, Bo? Well, I don't think it's emotional. 
It's just terrorism. Yeah. So if I sucks. make you hear is, gypsy just and sing sucks, it, dude. it just sucks. Is but if you and I, if me and Nick <laughs> start sucks. singing Lucky by Britney Spears, That's is that I, a, well, I love that song. Uh, oh, you he don't does, like I it, don't Nick. Like Lucky. Okay, so let, let me tell you about a girl named Lucky. Dun, okay. Dun, 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 <laughs> I do have a thing about music, though. Yeah. I am so emotional about most songs that I only allow songs I authorize in my car. That's true. I've noticed that. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, I can't listen to that. that. I have a memory come back. Like, I'll put on swing music. I'll put on fucking <laughs> disco because, you know, I wasn't, like, present yeah. at Studio 54. But if I have to hear Desperado by the Eagles, some shit's going down. Dead. <laughs> you love my singing. I gotta do an album. It's like Ethel Merman sings. You should do a Christmas album. I should. Merry Christmas, you cunt. How about this? Everything's coming up clammy. Da -da 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 -da. Oh my God, you guys, this was great. Again, seriously, Bo, I'm being vulnerable when I say thank you for teaching us something. Nick, thank you for nothing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> keep your guys, hand in there I, I love, love us, us. <sighs> see you next week bye. bye hey thanks for listening to losers with a dream we'll see you next week when you got more time to kill I fucking hate these guys